Alcova Mortgage is here for good. We are locally owned, value great communication, and are committed to our Covington community. Call Alcova Mortgage Covington at 540-962-7152 or visit alcovahighlands.com to get in touch for your mortgage lending needs. Alcova Mortgage, NMLS ID 40508, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. All loans subject to credit approval. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Break layers and ball shorts. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. You know, you know. What up, 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 though? Let me cut my mic cut. There we go. Cut my headphones up. What's good with y'all, man? If it's your first time listening to the Ball Hawk Show podcast, I'm your host, Amar Hawkins. Appreciate you rocking with me. I still got to get my mic situated. Uh, yeah, man. Today's episode, we will be. Previewing the Who's first road game in the Tony Elliott-er as they take on the fighting Alana of Illinois. So this is, what episode is this? We up to episode 994. This is episode 994. We're almost to 1,000. The grind has been real. We're almost to our 1,000th episode before we get started, man. Salute to the sponsors. Salute to... Alcova Mortgage. Go to Alcova More. I always want to say the whole thing. Go to AlcovaHighlands.com. If you're in need of a loan, trying to refinance, or you just want to talk, as a young boy, say some chicken because you're just in the need of renovating or upgrading, holler at the good people at Alcova Mortgage. Go to AlcovaHighlands.com. Get the information, contact them, tell them the ball hawk sent you. Uh, also, Able Insurance. Go to ableinsurance.net for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, life insurance, the great people at Able Insurance. Service in the state of Virginia for over 20 years. Billy and Charlene White, great people. Again, tell them the ball hawk sent you so you can save some money. On your policy. All right, man, before we get this podcast started, I was in the vibe for something different. All my all my old school folks, I ain't calling y'all old. I said old school folks, they're gonna appreciate this song right here, man. We can take you back to we're gonna take you back to to the late 80s right here. See if y'all know anything about this. This was gonna set the tone for this podcast episode. Rock chemistry. That's how we feeling today, man. The golden era of hip hop. Eric B and Rock Kim. We gonna let it ride for a little while. You know we gotta get the blood flowing. A lot of y'all in the gym. You driving? You getting ready? Let this let this touch your soul right here. Uh huh. Follow me into a solo. Get in the flow. Yeah. And you can picture like a photo. Music makes mellow. Maintains to make melodies for MCs. Motivates to break. Uh huh. Last and I can go on for days and days with rhyme displays that engrave deepest X-rays. I can take a phrase that's rarely heard. Flip it. 
Yeah. I can get iller than arm. I'll kill that bomb, but no alarm. Rock him or remain calm. Self-esteem make me super. For all you young boys out here that love lyricism, this the godfather of true lyricism. I know you got the KRS ones and the Curtis Blows, but this dude right here, this is where your Jay-Zs and all them and the Nazes and the Jada Kisses, even the Kendrick Mars and the J. Coles. He is the godfather straight punching your face off with lyrics. Let's go. Before a microphone, still I fade. This was a taste. I wasn't supposed to break. I was supposed to wait, but let's motivate. I want to see them keep following and swallowing. Taking the lead, biting and falling. Brothers trying others die to get the formula. But I'ma let you sweat. You still ain't warm. You a step away from frozen. Stiff as if you're posing. Digging through my brain as the rhyme gets chosen. Uh. So follow me. I want you thinking you a person. Uh. Let's travel at magnificent speeds around the universe. What could you say as the earth gets further and further away? Planets are small as the balls of clay. Astray into the Milky Way. He ain't even took a breath yet. He's holding his breath the whole time. He a Navy SEAL. I stop and turn around and look as you stand in the darkness. You're not just took. So keep staring soon. You suddenly see a star. You better follow it because it's the all. This is a lesson if you're guessing that you're following. Hurry, hurry, step right up and keep following the leader. Follow the leader. Follow the leader. Oh, we got another one. Hey, hey, here we, 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 here we go. Uh huh. Yeah. Sorry, YouTube. Sorry, YouTube. You gotta mute this. Sorry, YouTube. Mute you too. You gotta mute this. I don't care. I really don't care. I really don't care. I was a fiend. Before I became a teen, uh-huh. I melted microphones instead of cones and ice cream. Yeah. Music orientated, so when hip hop was originated, uh. fitted like pieces of puzzles, complicated. Yeah. Cause I grabbed the mic and try to say yes, y'all. They try to take it and say that I'm too small, cool. Cause I don't get what upset. you do, what you do. I kick a hole in the speaker, pull a plug, then I jet back to the lab without a mic to grab. So then I add all the rhymes I had, one after the other one. Then I make another one to this the opposite. Then ask if the brother's done. I get Craving like I fiend for nicotine, but I don't need a cigarette. Know, know what, what I mean? Know what I'm I mean. raging. I mean. up the stage and don't it sound amazing. Cause every rhyme is made in thought of, cause it's sort of an addiction. Magnetized by the mixing. Vocals, vocabulary, and verses just stuck in. The mic is a drain, no volcanoes erupting. Huh. Rhymes overflowing, gradually growing. Huh. Everything is written in the code so it can coincide. Uh. My thoughts are God. Uh. 48 tracks to slide The invincible microphone beam Rock him Spread the word Cause I'm in E-F-F-E-C-T A smooth operator operating correctly But back to the problem I gotta have Oh my god Oh my god Oh my god Oh Come on man if you don't know who that is, you need to go know. Okay? Spotify, iTunes, you don't want to pay no money. Just go to YouTube. They just muted all that, probably, if I uploaded to YouTube. Just search Airbnb Rock Him and Let It Ride. All the albums. That was ridiculous. Man, matter of fact, hold up. Description is a hypertone. That's thorough when I feed for a microphone like heroin. Okay, 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 okay. That's enough. But that's enough. You do it too much, Rock him. 
And for the folks that don't know, the DJ was listed first. Like DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. The DJ was listed first. Okay. So Eric B is not Rakim. So the dude with the mic, don't think that was Eric. Don't think that, oh, that's Eric B. Sure, can rap. No, that's Rakim. Because I know when I was young, I made that mistake. I want to help y'all out. But enough of that, man. Let's go ahead and get into this preview, man, of the fight in the line. Now, let's go over who they have on the team, the schemes that they run, what the who's have to do in order to be victorious in Champaign, Illinois. What type of what what type of background music did I need today? Hold on. Let me see what I need today. Hold on what I need today. Day, 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 day. Uh-oh. There's something wrong. Here we go. Here we go. All right, so check this out, man. Is this your first time listening? If you are a fighting Line 9 fan, man, welcome to the podcast. You know, I keep it straight down. I'm not super biased. I give a true breakdown of your team. I give you your flowers because in competition, you got to respect your opponent. And I always try to make sure I respect the opponent. So let's look at the tail of the tape. And I had it. I had to say. Because the Who's only played one game. So the tail of the tape for them is a little different. So the line on played two games. The Who's played once. But, you know, we still like to say. What the superlatives are? What's the statistical matchup? So, both well, UVA is unbeaten. They only played one game. They defeated Richmond last week, and then you got the line now one and one. They just lost to Indiana last week in the barn burner. Um, points per game, UVA averages thirty four points per game, and Illinois averaged twenty nine. Rushing yards a game. After that one game, Richmond versus Richmond, UVA averages 259 yards. The fighting Illini, I'm going to say fighting Illini because I know they're going to kill me if I say Illinois or Illinois. I don't want to get in trouble, so I'm going to just say fighting Illini. The fighting Illini, after two games, they averaged 237 yards rushing the game. After two games, 237 yards rushing, passing yards a game, UVA averages 246. That's just one game. And the final line now averaged 224.5. Total offense, 505 yards a game. Again, UVA's only played one game. The final line now, they averaged 461 and a half yards a game after their game versus Wyoming and Indiana, respectfully, man. So here's the thing about the final line now. It all starts with their running back, Chase Brown, number two, who is a bona fide stud. Lotto stud. No, he can run the rock last year's game. And I could, I, I don't even want to, I'm, well, let's go to last year's. But last year's game, he only had seven carries. That's because our offense came out and scored in the first two possessions and they got away with, away from what they really wanted to do. And we made them, Throw the ball over 40 times if I'm not mistaken. Y'all can hear the papers in the background because I thought I had had it teed up to discuss last year's game. But I got so many papers with me and they got lost in the shuffle. But anyway, I remember I remember offhand. Um UVA came out, scored first possession, got a stop, and scored on the next possession. 
and pretty much got them out of what they wanted to do. Um, so that's why Chase only had seven carries, but he did score. You know, he did have a rushing touchdown. Seven carries, 41 yards for what it's worth. So that's still impressive. That's 5.9 yards a carry. The fighting the line now only ran the ball 27 times last game that they played UVA last year. UVA actually ran the ball more than they did, but they had the ball a lot more also. Uh, but back to Chase Brown, man. This young man is it's like he he he's jumped out there. He had uh, 199 yards rushing last week on 36 carries. And then he had 151 yards on just 19 carries versus Wyoming. Brown is the first FBS player to rush for 150 plus in the first two games of the season since Jawan Washington of San Diego State in 2018. Brown is aiming to become the first Big Ten running back to rush for 150 plus in the team's first three games since I was Fred Russell did it in 2002. That's 20 years ago. Um, Brown last season had 223 yards rushing at Penn State. And last year, that was the most ever by an opponent at Beaver Stadium and the fourth most ever against Penn State. So he he can, he yo, he could, he could play. I really like what I see out of him. Really like what I see out of him, sudden quickness. Um, they also have another running back, Josh McCray. Um, even last year, he ran for a career best, 156 on 24 carries versus Purdue. Um, and he had a lot of yards after contact. Of the 156, he had 144 after contact in that game versus Purdue. So they have a two-handed monster if they need to, but Brown can carry the load. Like, he, he he's nice. Short, compact, powerful in the sense to where you just can't try to arm tackle him. He'll run through you, and he got a gear where he goes bye-bye. He got a bye-bye gear, okay? He ain't throwing up no deuces because he don't do that, but he got a bye-bye gear. So if we don't get him down quick, fast, in a hurry, it's going to be bye-bye. You can see butt cheeks and elbows because he's going to be bye-bye. And they got a big offensive line that would get nasty on you, too. Them offensive linemen put hats on hats. Go out there and, 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 and think you're going to peak. They're going to knock your earlobe off. These some big man pajamas. You got Adams. He's 6'5", 315. Zach Chrysler, he's 6'6", 330. And then the El Capitan for their squad. Mr. Alex Parche, Parcheske, Parcheske, 6'6", 315. This dude has 56 career starts. He's only five games away from tying the Big Ten record for most starts in Big Ten history. He was a all-Big Ten honorable mention last year. Yeah, they got some guys up front. Alec Fieldstrom, he's 6'6", 305. 
Yeah, are bigging. Julian Pearl, 6'6", 315. Jordan Slaughter, 6'5", 325. So looking at the offensive line, they had Porcheski was honorable mention last year. I think he was the only one. But then you had guys transferring. They was decorated from where they transferred from too. So, um, And they used six offensive linemen. They've done that before. They had six offensive linemen in at once. So don't be surprised you see six of them out there blocking, getting nasty. Illinois' last season was 4-0 when it ran the ball 46-plus times. 46-plus times. To put it in perspective, let's see how many times they ran the ball each game. Well, we know they lost versus Indiana. They ran the ball five, 54 times. So that was the first time that they lost when running the ball more than 46 times. They ran the ball 54 times versus Indiana, and they ran the ball 41 times versus Wyoming. Both games they've ran the ball more than they've thrown. Versus Wyoming, they were super balanced, 41 rushes to 40 pass attempts. Versus Indiana, they were more run than pass. 54 rush attempts to 36 pass attempts, and think they became a little bit predictable but with that being said the turnovers killed them versus Indiana they turned the ball over four times because they controlled that game they really controlled that game the turn of course that's what turnovers do turnovers keep your opponents in striking distance and you know salute to Indiana for moving the ball down the field some controversial calls um that you can see going like some some home cooking uh but outside receiver wise they got a dynamic receiver, man. He's a former quarterback. Isaiah Williams, if you remember last year, he got loose a little bit in space. Um, I think what killed him last year was was um, were drops versus us because guys were getting open. But uh, just last game, he had nine catches for 112 yards, some big catches. They use him similar to what, how we use Billy Kemp. They got him in the slot. Some jet sweeps, some um, bubble screens, working in the slot. He'll run some bang aches. He'll run some cell routes, some Dino routes, which is a post-corner post. Uh, but he's electrifying. Like, he's their fastest player. Like, Chase Brown is fast, but he he don't look faster than, than Isaiah Williams. Isaiah Williams could pick him up and put him down. They got other receivers as well that I want to share with you guys. I just want to be locked in on one guy. Um, Brian Hightower, watching him on film, is a big body, 6'3", 215, uh, can, can run out to the catch. He had a nice little um, sight adjustment off a cat blitz from the corner versus Indiana, and he just ran through the safety and scored. He made another great catch that they said was incomplete. He mossed the cat, but um, he's good in his own right. On the season, he has 75 yards on eight receptions and a touchdown. Uh, Pat Bryan, another big body receiver for them. 6'3", 195. He has five catches, 87 yards, and a touchdown. Um, so everybody else but Isaiah is like, well, Hank Betty's 5'11". But it's 6'3", 6'3". Jonah Morris, two catches, 18 yards. He's 6'4". Casey Washington is 6'2", 200 pounds. Isaiah's a jitterbug, 5'10", 180. And I said high tie was 6'3", 215. So 
that's their offensive weapons and um, linemen. Looking at the signal caller, Tommy DeVito transferred from Syracuse. You know, started there in 2019. Had a you know, it was efficient. 19 touchdowns to just five interceptions. Um, 2,300 yards, but it's not like he was turning the ball over in a lot. Uh, this season for Illinois, 426 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, 66% completion rate, which is a career high for him right now. He's been sacked three times. Mobile enough. Mobile enough, like he can get out the pocket. So their offense is potent, but it starts up front with the offensive line, and two is the engine. But if you get low to sleep, and you try to load the box up, they're going to get number one in space. And, like, you you better tackle. What we saw versus Richmond with the inside zone, they're going to use it. And then they 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 do that double pull, that belly, the little counter belly action where they pull the, the guard and the tackle. Basically what we saw North Carolina run against us last year, that is hell to pay because it's a lot of two – it's a lot of – it's a lot of – Trains on the train track that's pulling. And it's important for our defense to see ball, hit ball, tackle ball. That's the most important thing, tackle. Last year, last week we played very vanilla. We were super, super vanilla. This week you can't be five yards off the ball as a backer. You got to be up in there ready to hunt. Can't let them tan the block you. You can't let – it can't be a short. Well, I ain't even gonna do that. I can't. I can't lump this team in with last year's team. As far as like, you can't do this. You can't do that because that was last year's team. Different coaching, different scheme. So let me just put. Let me let me take that out. Get that out of my, my mind. Uh, but yeah, we definitely got to get off blocks. Um, be violent with our hands. Hand placement. Inside man wins. Get your hand inside. Extend. Find the ball. Do your job. Gap integrity. But when you see ball, you got to hit ball. You got to go. You can't wait. If you wait, it's too late. And you need to have three hats around the ball versus this kid. This kid is a special running back. He's a special back. He can go. And what what I like about him is he's, he's patient, but he keeps his shoulder square to the line of scrimmage. So even though he's a smaller back, he's not just trying to bounce everything out. No. He want to get downhill because he has a burst that can get up on you. And he has a nice little dead leg move to where he doesn't lose speed. He get a little two-piece, pop, pop, and he not losing speed. He coming at you. He's not stopping and getting high and shaking. He's coming towards you, giving you a little one-two. You want Popeye's biscuit or you want KFC biscuit? Or you want Raisin Cane sauce? Well, here you go. And then he gone. So offensively, got to stop Brown. And then... If you force them into passing situations, be sound and coverage. Understand they're going to utilize Isaiah Williams in space, alert motion. Don't get lulled to sleep just because they do jet motion. Don't feel like you got a trigger and then they fake it and they hit you with a big play. Here's the thing about them. They want to control the clock, but what's demoralizing is if a team that wants to be clock dominant and possess the ball for long periods of time, you got to stop them in the red zone. So if you want to have a bend but don't break mentality, that's fine. But once you, they get to the 20, you got to bow up. You can't let them have 10-plus play drives and score. 
seven or six because, you know, you still need an extra point. What's demoralizing to an offense if they dominate and come away with just three? And that's what was that happened versus Indiana. They would dominate the possession, get nice methodical drives, and, and had to settle for three. And then if you're the offense, if you could come right back, um, of course you want to score. Early in the game, you got to get it how you can. But as the game progresses, and if you feel like the defense is doing bend but don't break, sustaining long drives but holding the three, now the offense got to repay the favor and keep Illinois' defense on the field. Illinois' defense, they haven't been on the field a lot this year. Just because of the time of possession, it's been so dominant for them. If I could just share with you the time of possession discrepancy this year, and that's a, that's a salute to Illinois and just their ball control and what their head coach wants to do. That's just that's his mo. He wants to control the line of scrimmage. He want to be nice and physical. He want to make you tap out. That's his. That's their motto. Man, oh man, you gonna tap out? No one I couldn't find. I'm looking at our stats. So we look at time of possession. That's what I get, man, for trying to do two things at once. I should have just had Illinois out here by itself. Hope I'm saying y'all name right. Don't kill me. So the first game versus Wyoming, 36 minutes and 36 seconds. 36 seconds for the fighting Illini. Wyoming had the ball 23 minutes, 24 seconds. Then you got a 36-33, so basically three seconds off from what they had their first game. To 23-27. So on the season, they, they've had the ball for 73 minutes and 9 seconds. Their opponents have had the ball for 46 minutes and 51 seconds. So that's almost a full quarter per game. 13 minutes and 12 second difference. The first game, 13 minutes and 6 seconds. The second game. A whole quarter is 15 minutes. So you basically got the ball an entire an extra quarter sheesh that's tough now if you're Virginia and they they're successful scoring points does the offense feel like they gotta keep up so like if you get down 14-0 do you start pressing are you not gonna take what the defense is gonna give you anymore cause we're gonna talk about their defense soon like that's the pressure a methodical rushing offense can do to the opposing offense can make them press because our offense did that to their offense last season. Scoring on the first two possessions, scoring pretty quickly, caused them to feel like they got to keep pace. We can't let the game get away from us because they scoring in, in like in bunches. You know, last year, um, the touchdown, the first possession was four plays, seventy-five yards. In the uh, not Indiana. The final line nine went three and out. Then UVA got the ball back, went four plays, 80 yards, and a touchdown. The next possession, three and out. UVA went 10 plays, 50 yards, and had to settle for a field goal, which they missed. If I'm not mistaken, they missed that field goal. Yep, we missed that field goal. They got it to 14-7, got it to 21-7, then it was 21-14. Then UVA scored nine plays, 75-yard drive, then three and out. 
eight eight play, nine play drive, touchdown, and six plays, and you get the point. So offensively, Illinois they pose a a, a big problem. A big problem. Conversely, on the defense side of the ball, three four look. Got some nice defense alignment that get after you. Um, guys got skills, man. Nice size. They can hunt. They can definitely hunt. Keith Randolph Jr. was a 2021 All Big Ten honorable mention. Um, they got Newton. They got some players, man, up front. Like they can rush. Those guys can just rush. Oh, another thing, the Alana tight ends got good size. They haven't really featured them that much this year. I think they get it's three of them. They got one, two, they got five catches between the three of them, but don't sleep. Can't sleep. Um the Alana linebackers, they they active, man. They run around. They run around. Now it got me thinking, like, cause I'm looking. Is it a three? Are they running? Some, I mean, they're man up. They would just man up. Like, if you got four receivers, they manning up. You know, they had to bring an extra DB in, but they man. Like, you, you got just balance, just twins on both sides. They come into play, man. They may have a free safety. He might be in the box. They might be zero. That's one thing about them. Last year, we saw a 4-2-5 from them. Versus Indiana and Wyoming, I think I pretty much saw just a 3-4. Maybe they just subbed in the nickel, but they still had three. They always have five guys at the line of scrimmage. Last year, they gave us a 4-2-5 look. This year, it's five guys at the line of scrimmage. It's two backs on the outside, three down linemen. And you may, you know, it might be the two middle backers, but they're going to come after you. Point blank, period. The first game, Wyoming couldn't throw the ball in them, but they were a little successful running the football. But, you know, the game was ugly. It was 38 to 6. Wyoming ran for 182 on 31 carries. It was 5 for 20, passing for just 30 yards. Then you go to Indiana game. They shut Indiana's run run game down. 26 carries for 32 yards, but Indiana threw for 330 on 52 passing attempts. This is going to be something where if we got really BITN, best in the nation, if our receivers are really best in the nation, and the team going to play man-to-man versus you, this is what you want. This is what you want. You should feel like you shouldn't be able to play man versus me. Chase Brown, twin brother, is one of the safeties back there. He's a good ball player. I like their corners too, man. They pattern read well. Um, you could get in with double moves, but they'll hit you. They compete. They got nice speed on them, nice size. You got Sidney Brown. He was their leading tackler last year. He was a 2021 All-Big Ten honorable mention last year. 
uh, Kendall Smith, Witherspoon last year was a 2021 All Big Ten honorable mention last year. He led the team with nine pass breakups. They got some guys that could get after it back there, and I know I left names out, but I don't want I don't want this this pregame to be too long, this preview to be too long. But what I feel like, so here's the keys to the game for the Cavaliers versus the final line now. Very good football team. Oh, yeah, I respect them. They're a good football team. Very good football team. I don't know. I shouldn't. You know how people hang on every word, so you say very good. They go, oh, they ain't that good. I mean, they good, but I wouldn't call them very good. So they're a good football team. They're good up front on both sides. Like in the trenches, they're good. Running back, great. Quarterback, solid. Because he's so great, you haven't seen if DeVito can really be more than solid. I ain't trying to find out this game either. Receiver-wise, Lil One is like a little superstar. But those other guys, they're complimentary. They can get the job done too. So they're dangerous. You just can't load the box and feel like, oh, we're just going to dare you to throw and they ain't got nothing. What worries me is their best receiver is in the slot. Our best DB, it's on the island outside. We're not moving him. It's like the pros where your best DB going to move inside. So that that's what's worrisome to me. The slot is – like if you can put your best receiver in the slot, that's a danger to defenses, period, because it dictates a lot. You're going to show your hand. What I will say is you better get up there and put your paws on him. Don't feel like you're going to patter and read, little buddy. He's going to put you in the blender all day long. You got to confront him. You got to roll up. If you're going to play catch, man, once he close your cushion, you better put some, You better put that hand on him and bring him to you. Don't push him away because he's going to run away. Uh, but, yeah, so if you if you really look at it, Chase Brown – averages 175 rushing yards a game. We gave up as a team to Richmond 170 yards rushing. So he averages more than what we gave up in one game last week. So we know the concern is what? Stop the run. And they know that. So they're going to come out more balanced like they did versus Wyoming. Wyoming, they they were really balanced, like 10 and 10 the first start, like 10 runs, 10 throws, whether it's, it's uh, slip screens, bubble screens, slants, arrow routes, like quick stuff. Like That's the thing. When you got a good running game, hit them with the quick stuff because you know the back is going to come up. Attack them in the field quick, quick, boom, get the ball out, get the ball out, get the ball out. Now you guessing because we know we got to bring an extra safety down. You have to versus him. I don't feel like we could just win with our front versus their scheme and pulling the guard and the tackle. No. Mm-mm. On the flip side, yes, we got to establish a line of scrimmage. Yes, you can find running lanes. You want to be balanced in the sense uh, and that you don't, like they don't know what's coming. Last year, we attacked the seams with Jelani Woods, who was a leading receiver. We, you know, we still got key time. We use them in that same type of role this year. Uh, Billy Kemp could could definitely be somebody that could give them problems because he is in the slot. 
So they're using their safeties. They may bring a dime in. So, but if we go, you know, our four or five wide, you got Lavelle, Wicks, Keaton, Billy. You got those four out there. Lavelle six foot over. He's six seven. He didn't play last year. Now you put him in the slot. Keaton to the slot. I can see a lot of bunch. Because if they playing man, you want to see if you get them a same playing start and use some rub stuff. I'll go trips. I'll go a lot of trips with an ISO. I'll take turns. ISO and Wicks on one side and ISO and Lavelle. And to be honest with you, I would rather have Lavelle by herself because I think Wicks will work better in tandem as far as with trips and running rub routes meshes, sales, uh, because they're going to try to press the point. And Wicks is like one of the best you'll see in college football getting off of jams. Like his release ability is top notch. Like just watch him when somebody's trying to press him. Good luck. I ain't saying that because he played for us. I'm just saying that as a true, a former DB, like good luck trying to press him. You may be up there and be able to shadow him and shuffle and then run with his inside hip. But if you're going to try to touch him, good luck. The boy could go. Brendan's going to have to be even more efficient, take what the defense gives him. Uh, pocket mobility is going to be very important. I'm not, I don't mean tucking in and running, but just sliding up in the gaps, pitch and catch. They're going to probably have a spy. That's one more guy that's going to have to be in coverage. Find where the backer is at. Who's covering? Point them out. Is it an extra DB or they got a backer trying to cover? They may feel like the backer could cover Keaton. I know ain't no way in hell they think a backer going to check Billy Kemp. No disrespect to the young man. You may have a lot of ability, but I'll take four. I know with the former player, Lance, you probably feel like, oh, yeah, we got a chance with 99. He don't seem like, but he's sneaky too. Sneaky, sneaky. That's where motion comes into play. If you feel like they're trying to bump somebody out, now we're going to start using some window dressing, start shifting, late motions, like some zen. You start out, out wide, and you give me two little steps in, and boom, and you hit it. You're already inside that, that linebacker or that DB because they don't shuffle as fast as you do when you do a little short burst uh, motion. But offensively, on the road, first road test, the crowd's against you. Very important. You got to score coming out. You got you have to score coming out the gate. Have to score coming out the gate. You got to understand they're going to go on the run. They're at home. They run the football well. He's going to bust a couple. You got to rally and get him down. You got to corral him. Last time UVA faced a guy that was one of the leading rushers was not last time, but the first time, and that was Durant from Duke. I ain't talking about. BYU do. I ain't doing that. You just did, Petty Hawk. Oh, my bad. Can they hear me? Yes, they can hear you. But that's all I got for you, man. The Fighting Line, good football team. Very good test for Tony Elliott and the staff for their first road game. Um, I will be in attendance working on the sideline, you know, for the with the Virginia Sports Radio Network, my man John Freeman, Tony Coverton, play-by-play and analyst. 
Um, my man Vicente, the engineer, so salute to them. And um, salute to Brendan, man. Last game, I didn't, I didn't shout him out, man. Brendan Armstrong, he broke UVA's career total offensive record, 8,010 in week one versus Richmond. He is in striking distance for the program's career passing yards record and career touchdown mark. He needs four touchdown passes and 433 yards pass to eclipse both of those records. So that's all I got for y'all, man. Appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you go to Believe Network and, and run them numbers up for your boy. Shout out to all my people out there in the uh, from uh, the Sabre. My man, Chris Wright. I got tongue tied. I'm sorry. And uh, everybody else on the media landscape, man, that's, um, you know, just helping share my platform. Definitely appreciate y'all. Uh, hope you guys enjoy the walkthrough episode when you see that. You definitely like that. And um, go to AmonHawkins.com, man, if you want to hit me up directly. If you miss any of the walkthrough episodes this year and years past, every episode is on AmonHawkins.com, my website. Go there. And if you want to get to all my podcasts, go to AmonHawkins.com. The Believe Network link is there. It's, it's on the picture. Once you click the podcast picture, it takes you right to Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. All my episodes are there. And um, if you got iTunes, Spotify, it's still available there. Uh, so check that out. Again, salute to the sponsors, Abra Insurance and Alcova Mortgage. And uh, that's all I got for y'all, man. I'm Jamaican now. And that's all I got for you, man. Uh, that's all I got for y'all, man. You know the motto, good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do, man. We prolific, so gifted. We the type that's going to go get it. I'm out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.